0: This is Talkback, 721-1290 or 1-800-568-5309.
1: This is News Talk KGVO, AM 1290 and 98.3 FM. KGVO. Missoula's News and Weather
2: Station. Hey, welcome everybody. It is the Tuesday, December 19th edition of Talk Back, and Talk Back this morning is brought to you by Y West Storage out at the Y at 70992 Smokesway. If you want pricing and availability, everybody needs storage. Here's the number 406 510. 0590 because at YWest Storage, they're making room for you. Also brought to you by Phillips Janitorial for residential and commercial cleaning. Hey, no job is too big or small for Phillips Janitorial. Call them now and get your reservation in at 406-260-6617. Also brought to you by Gomer's U.S. Diesel Parts no matter how cold it gets in the winter they'll make sure that you can get your rig started every single time at gomer's u.s diesel parts and service at palmer and west broadway the views and opinions
0: expressed on talkback are not those of the staff management or advertisers
2: well here it is uh, open phones for the first half hour of talkback this morning nick christensen is right up there good morning mr nick good morning what's happening just another day
3: in paradise. Oh,
2: amen. Yeah, you, you and I were just discussing uh, before the uh, the show started. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather, you know, everyday stuff. The fact that hey, <laughs> for some reason, not quite sure why, it's costing
3: more and more to go to the grocery store. Right? Oh, my gosh, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just telling you. I mean, I, I, the Fox News played uh, that clip about how people are feeling about uh, the economy right. under Biden's administration. Uh-huh. And, uh, not getting much approval, shockingly, but yeah, I was just like, yeah, you know, every time I go to the grocery store, it seems like I'm paying 10 bucks more, 10 bucks more. And, you know, I went yesterday and spent about $140 and I feel like I didn't even buy anything. I'm like, it's just, it's just crazy. I mean, it, it's affecting everybody. It is indeed. And uh, yeah, that, that, that is, well, it's,
2: would you call it Bidenomics or Bidenflation? <laughs> you pick uh, uh. i don't know i, I it, it just seems like the last now next year is the election right yes 2024 mhm we've managed to make it through all three
3: years of this yeah we well we got to get to november right <sighs> yeah so, that's right that's yeah. Still... Anyway. yeah it's it's 2024 of november it's yeah. not like it's you know January, you know february march mm-hmm. right around the corner no no no, no Yeah. So. Anyway, so, yeah, uh, phone lines are open, whatever might be on your mind this
2: morning. It is open phones uh, for this first half hour, and then at 8.30 this morning, we're going to be talking with Robin Driscoll, the chair of the Montana Democratic Party, and uh, so she'll be with us answering your phone calls, and I'm sure she has her big list of things that she wants to talk about, because uh, there's a lot going on in the state of Montana right now, so with property taxes and and all that. And by the way, I had a very interesting conversation yesterday with Pat McHugh, who's over at MCPS. And he told me about, you know, someone I think it was Nancy that called about the, the tax credit that you can uh, you can cut down on your on your estate income tax by donating instead to your local public school. It's a dollar for dollar exchange. Uh, so, you know, if you if you would rather, you know, pay money to support your public schools. You'll be able to pay a little bit less in um, in in uh, income taxes, and from what I understand, now I'll, I'll have to make sure this is confirmed. But <laughs> it, it, the the tax credit can be up to drum roll please, no oh boy, two hundred thousand dollars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeevers. Wow. <sighs> so let me just pull into
3: my pull into my wallet here. How much yeah, do I have about here? You know. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think I have quite that much. No, I think I'll be okay. I don't think I'll meet that cap. No. <laughs> Dang. I wanted to give two, $200,001. If I <laughs> but, had it, I would. <laughs>
2: anyway, yeah. 721 is our number. Open phones, folks, for, the, uh, for this next 20 minutes. We'd love to visit with you. What's on your mind out there this morning? We are getting closer and closer to Christmas. We are... <laughs> Six days till Christmas. That's crazy. And, and uh, yeah, uh, if you, yeah, I, I think yesterday was the day for, like, you could guarantee that your mail would arrive. Right? Yeah, yesterday Something was like the that. last
3: day you could guarantee it. Yeah. You know? Well, anyway, uh, throw it in the mail and hope for the best. Uh, yeah, yeah. Christmas cards. The right? kids will be fine. They can open it up on the 26th. You well, know. yeah, 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 yeah. As and, long as Santa drops his off in time, we'll be okay. Well, uh, I, now, now, how's it, inflation affecting did, Santa? Did, did we already <laughs> have the Santa flyby? I think, uh, I th- ooh, I I think we know. did. I think we did. Anyway. I know there was speculation that we weren't going to have it, and then we did right. have it, but yeah. I don't know if it yeah. happened yet.
2: Well, let's put it this way. It didn't go
3: over my house, all right? Yeah, no, <laughs> nothing <laughs> fell from the sky for me. So <laughs>
2: We're going to come right back. What's on your mind this morning? It's open phones here on Talk Back. Uh, the number is 721 but you know that. You can also use the KGVO app. We're coming back right after this.
4: Hey, we have a hunch. Dennis Bragg with the latest forecast from the Town Square Weather Center. Air quality improving on Tuesday as a weak disturbance moves into the area. That could create a wintry mix of snow showers or freezing rain in the morning, subsiding by midday with a mostly cloudy afternoon. Slightly warmer temperatures with highs just above freezing and overnight lows in the 20s. Cloudy but dry weather continues Wednesday, then warming into the 40s with some sun for the last half of the week.
2: And welcome to a non missoula winter, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to have you along. It's my favorite one for summer for some, some reason, uh, we just don't want, seem to have any snow anyway. seven two one twelve ninety is our number. We have Skip standing by on the phone. Good morning, Mr. Skip. What's on your mind, sir?
5: good morning, Peter. Uh, yesterday uh, on the program, I brought up that there was a statue being dismantled. Uh, if they didn't come up with a hold. From a judge, it had to be a federal judge. And uh, it, that did happen. I, it was right on the news broadcast before your program started this morning uh, that, that they mentioned, maybe you heard it in the studio, that a federal judge stepped up to the plate and, and uh, stopped the action of that statue, the reconciliation statue from the Civil War that mm-hmm. was put up about forty minutes after the war Right. that, uh, that they decided to put a halt to it, or one judge did, and uh, I thought that was uh, good that one of them stepped up to the plate and did that, so I just wanted to point that out because we brought it up yesterday.
2: Well, I'm glad you called to give us the update. Appreciate it, sir.
5: Okay, sir. Well, have a great day.
2: All right. Uh, thanks. We'll look for your call back uh, when Robin comes on, too. 721-1290 is our number, one eight hundred five six eight five three zero nine. 568 5309 all right. So now you and I were just discussing something uh, just before Skip called, and uh, what were we talking about? I, I don't even remember.
3: Uh, well, I was—I was just telling you I, I covered a drug story. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> and, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was—it was it a—you was know—we're not shaming anybody, but it was a—it was a first for me, and so I just brought it up to you where um, the individual. Got caught with drugs in his uh, and a hole in his ear, uh, and specifically a <laughs> hypodermic needle um, filled with a substance that tested positive for meth. But I had never, um, yeah, ever written or heard of anything like that. Well, I mean, obviously people get caught with drugs in their pockets yeah. and things like that, but to have it yeah. that visible, it was it was, uh, was kind of shocking. But then I was also mentioned that uh, this individual also got caught with um, paraphernalia and some uh, what seem like fentanyl residue and it's just I mean it you know covering crime every day here in Missoula I mean it's just, They're both around constantly and they lead to other crimes as we talk about all the time. So, you know, it's not a joking matter, but it's just one of those weird situations where I'm like, that is a new one for me. Well, I
2: I am sorry. I am sorry. I'm just going to have to make a little bit light of this because because there's two directions you could go with that. Either A, stick it in your ear.
3: (laughs) We we still don't have the sound effects. I need a board or something here so I can press a button. Yeah, Stick it in your ear. Or
2: it's uh, just a new fashion trend, you know. I mean, uh, it, it's it's handy. It's right there. I mean, not only that, you you now th- th- this is innovative. You could be
3: on the phone and shooting up at the same time. Oh wow! What do you think? I mean, that you know that's innovative, like you said. And and this individual, it started wow. because they found a. Um, a stolen moped. Well, didn't find us. Sorry, they look. They stole a moped that was sitting Alleg- by allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly, it yeah, yeah, yeah. was sitting <laughs> by a, a garbage can. Right, and uh, so they were riding around on a little. And I just picture for those of you that don't know what a moped is, it's like a little bike kind of thing. And it's, yeah, it's it's, even got pedals. It is. Yeah. So yeah, I just, (laughs) I don't, I don't know. Everyone says keep Missoula weird, right? That that's the bumper sticker everybody has. But yeah, I think, I think Missoula is weird enough. I, I I think, I think you shouldn't send, send that
2: one into Fox news. They might Uh, get a kick out of it. Just as uh, Hey, uh, you, you want to come someplace unique, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen, come on down to Missoula, Montana. Not only if we have beautiful
3: mountains and a great football team, But, but we have weird crime stories too, and we certainly do. We're, <laughs> we're giving Florida a run for its money with some of these. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't make light. I, I, it's, sometimes you just if you don't laugh, you're gonna cry. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, because it, it does. It gets, it gets exhausting, you know, reading these day after day after day, and they're just the felony offenses, yep. you know, not yep. not misdemeanors too. And you know, for a small town of Missoula, I mean, eighty thousand people. Um, you know, and you get your handful of repeat offenders, but yeah, it's just crime. Crime in Missoula and Montana. We're you. You would think that you know it's not something we would have to deal with as often as we do, but we're, we're no exception. So yeah, I. I <sighs> By by the way, I had a very nice interview yet.
2: By the way, we'd love to have some phone calls. It's open phones, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever might be on your mind this morning for the next uh, 12 minutes. And then we're expecting Robin Driscoll. She'll be joining us at 830. She's the chair of the Montana Democratic Party. So, yeah, whatever might be on your mind this morning. Uh, I had a very nice conversation yesterday with Police Chief Mike Collier Mm-hmm. Because uh, one of one of his uh, one of his officers, Captain, right? uh, yeah, Captain Stonecipher, just returned from um, just returned from the FBI Academy, where he's learning some uh, some new skills, and so he'll be able to uh, help the uh, police department out with some some new. Uh, all sorts of new skills and things that he has learned there uh so that that, and that's quite an honor i guess there are several uh individuals on the missoula police force that have gone through that so it's a it's it's a huge honor and so uh i did a story on it and said that'll be airing hopefully tomorrow
3: yeah matt's awesome he's a he's a family friend and he was he was on this program oh was it beginning of this year i can't remember but yeah we had him on for a Full hour talking about, just like we just talked about, drugs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, no, he's uh, he's climbed the ranks quickly at the police department. You bet. And he does a great job. You so. bet. We're going to come right back and
2: get Susan's call. We're up against a break, and I want to give Susan plenty of time to make her point. 721-1290 is our number. Phone lines are open for the next 10 minutes until we get Robin Driscoll on the line. Then you can call and ask her questions as well. So we'll be right back.
0: Thousands of st- healthy life.
2: brought to you by Common Ground Alliance.
6: Chris Domine is a husband and a father. Chris is an athlete. Chris is even an Iron Man. But 10 years ago, Chris was facing a very different story because his kidneys were failing.
0: Basically, the doctor said, if you don't get a kidney transplant and if you don't do dialysis, you you are going to die.
6: Fortunately, Chris received a second chance at life made possible by an organ donor.
0: You know, your well-being changes from loss of hope to hope to better times ahead.
6: More than 100 million people in America are registered organ, eye, and tissue donors. People of every age and ethnicity because they believe it's the right thing to do. Imagine what you can make possible by leaving behind the gift of life. Learn more and sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration.
2: Hey, we're back. This is Talk Back, and uh, glad to have you along this morning. Open phones for the next, oh, seven and a half minutes or so. Let's get Susan on the line. Good morning, Susan.
7: Well, good morning. Merry Christmas to everybody. Debut. And happy Hanukkah. Um, I think Hanukkah is over, though, right? Is Hanukkah finished? Yes, ma'am. wasn't yesterday, the last day. I believe so, um, yes. Anyway, yeah, I think so. Um, anyway, I want to send out a warning to everybody. We have had some very sad fatalities in our area because of people that have been taking drugs and alcohol. And we've had it mixed with ice and fog. And we've had people killed on the highway. And I know you've been recording about it. Nick and um, we have people that are in the hospital now recovering from injuries because of people that were high on drugs and alcohol that hit them and I hope that everybody when they are driving around if they are the least bit high whether it's from marijuana or something higher they just do not get in a car because that is a weapon And they need to remember that drinking and driving is committing a major crime. And I hope that we have a happy Christmas and a safe Christmas and everybody drive safely and
2: that's my only message. Okay. I, I, I do have a question, and this is I, I might do some research into this, Susan. Maybe you know because you're very smart. Uh, if, if, you're driving, if, if you're driving and you're stoned or drunk and you hit someone and injure them, uh, and, of course, you, you have insurance if you're driving, uh, do, does the insurance uh, company say, hey, uh, uh, no, 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 we're not going to cover that if you're impaired?
7: If you have insurance, I, I think it's still covered, Mm, Okay. but you are also going to probably lose your insurance. I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing. I mean, the person who commits something like that, I mean, a police officer or an insurance agent who's listening. I know there are a lot of insurance agents to listen to your show. I'm just curious. An insurance agent is the one, I'm not an insurance agent, but, um, if you paid for the insurance, um yeah i think you still are covered well, but I, you're in deep, deep yeah trouble. I, was gonna,
2: I was gonna tell you uh coming up i believe at nine thirty. is that right nick we have uh we have troy downing who's a state insurance commissioner so uh, uh i'm sure he would know <laughs> i will definitely ask him about that
7: well and the thing that has always frustrated me about montana is that i believe montana has the most lack Laws when it comes to DUI and people are allowed to drive repeatedly with DUI offenses on their record and I don't understand it. I'm one of the founding members of Mothers Against Drunk Drivers and MAD has tried to get the legislature to pass things that are stronger in Montana so that a first offense of DUI land you with um, jail and a suspension of your license and a lot of other very strong punishments. And the legislature has routinely bypassed that kind of strict um, punishment. And I, I don't understand it. And I challenge the legislature to make punishment stronger. Susan, we have at least, as far as I know, I think we've got three or four deaths in the last two days. Wow. On our
2: word, Well, Susan, thanks for... I think
7: and Nick would know that.
2: Yeah. Susan, thanks for filling us in. We appreciate it, ma'am. You have a have a wonderful Christmas. Okay. Thank you. All right. Let, you bet. Let's get Tom on the line. Tom, good morning. You're on TalkBack, sir. It's open phones. What's up?
8: Yeah, good morning. uh listening online this morning and uh, just thought I'd... Uh, Call in and, and wish everybody there a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I know you guys are getting some uh, well deserved time off and uh, hope you enjoy yourselves. Uh, uh, go Grizz. I guess I'm not a huge football fan, but it's pretty exciting to have the uh, local uh, a local team go to the national finals. And uh, one other thing I was uh, talking about was there's a, a company moving into Lewistown, Montana that's going to employ 500 people I, really? I, I don't know exactly the timeline but uh yeah uh, i thought uh and i don't know what they're going to do but they're gonna some sort of manufacturing company and i cool. just thought they're probably moving into moving into lewistown and uh i don't know the population of lewistown i know where it is i've been through there but uh pretty neat thing to have 500 jobs in a in a very rural area and uh i don't even know where they're going to get those people but you know i think um Judith Gap and Harlowtown and and places like that are, are close enough to employ those people. Now, it, but, it, uh, correct anyway, me if yeah.
2: I'm correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Tom, but uh, aren't isn't Lewistown a smack dab in the dead center of Montana? Isn't uh, that's one of the uh,
8: one of the attractions? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. I, I pretty much. I you know you go. Um, you go east on 12, I think it is, and towards like going to Roundup, and uh, then you go north uh, at at one point there, and uh, yeah, you know, and 500 people—that's a lot of people and jobs, yeah, and
6: you and bet. I don't, I don't,
8: I guess it's you know they can get a good workforce there because of quality of life and you know low crime rates and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully uh, that'll be um, cool. that'll be a great uh, great thing for some place.
2: All like right. So, well, thank you so much, sir. We appreciate it. Good to talk with you.
8: Yeah, you know, and I want just one last thing. I I'd really like to hear some, I'm, um, um, you know, some more callers, more women callers, more young callers. I I just hope that uh, more people in the new year will get involved, so uh, we don't hear the same guys like me all over and over <laughs> again. <so. laughs>
2: well, you're always welcome, yeah. Tom. We appreciate your
8: call. Okay, thank. All right. Thanks very much. Hey, we're we're going to take
2: a quick time out. Robin Driscoll is waiting to visit with us and uh, the talk. Uh, she, of course, is the chair of the Montana Democratic Party. I'm sure she has a lot of things she'd like to share with us this morning about property taxes at Al. We're going to come right back with more right after this.
4: Dennis Bragg with the latest forecast from the Town Square Weather Center. Air quality improving on Tuesday as a weak disturbance moves into the area. That could create a wintry mix of snow showers or freezing rain in the morning, subsiding by midday with a mostly cloudy afternoon. Slightly warmer temperatures with highs just above freezing and overnight lows in the 20s. Cloudy but dry weather continues Wednesday, then warming into the 40s with some sun for the last half of the week.
2: Okay, we are back. This is Talk Back, 721 That's our number, 1-800-568-5309, or, of course, you can use the KGVO app and message us there. Uh, let's go right to the phone, say good morning to Robin Driscoll, a friend of the program, uh, chair of the uh, Montana Democratic Party. Welcome, ma'am. How are you?
9: Hey, great. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here again.
2: You bet. And uh, while be, well, we're just getting started, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, in case I forget.
9: Oh, and same to you too, and all of your
2: listeners. As you well. bet. All right, so you 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 emailed us some topics, and uh, imagine this at the very top of the list. Uh, you you have some words to say about uh, Governor Greg Gianforte and his a gift to Montanans. So please go ahead, tongue and cheek. Yes,
9: his Christmas gift to Montana is a second property tax bill. Mm-hmm. Um, so Montanans in forty nine counties who. Um, live in counties that the commission or that weren't assessed the entire ninety five mills that's required by law. Uh they assessed only seventy eight mills that goes towards education and of course as we all know I think we talked about last month, um the governor sued those counties. Um and the Supreme Court decided that in the counties or in the uh, governor's favor. And so now all of these counties, 49 out of the 56, um, are going to have to send out a second tax bill to the residents in that county. I have not gotten, or my husband and I have not gotten ours yet, so I don't, it'll be interesting to see how much that is. Um, But again, um, just going back to the, you know, just about a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, this time uh, before the legislature started, um, that they were notified that if they did not um, change the uh, tax to keep a taxable, uh, the taxable value neutral, that taxes would be raised. and. Uh, The residential, if they would have kept it neutral, it would have they would have been taxed at point nine four percent instead of the forty three point eleven increase that that happened during the last session. And commercial and agriculture, the same that they went up, um, they knew it, and they chose to ignore it during the last session. And so here we are today.
2: Was it were they were they just whistling past the graveyard or what?
9: I don't know, because like I said, they got the, the Department of Revenue menu, or, uh, memo was sent out on November 17th. And uh, it was they just chose not to, um, you know, even because past legislative chores, um, when they note that there is a huge increase in taxable value, they... Um, change it to, to keep it revenue neutral so that people don't see these huge increases that we have seen in the last six months.
2: Okay. I'm not quite sure I understand that, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, well, our phone lines are open. If you have a question for Robin Driscoll, give us a call, 721-1290 or one eight hundred five six eight five three zero nine. Or, of course, if you'd like, you can use the kgvo app and hit that message us button all right the uh now uh, the, you have another topic that you wanted to visit with of course we could always come back to the property tax thing uh if our listeners would like uh the governor uh says he's unlocked thousands of acres of public land so what's uh, i understand you have a little bit of a of a thing to talk about that as well
9: yeah <laughs> yeah um he actually sent a, a really nice glossy flyer saying that he had unlocked over 100,000 acres of public land in the state of Montana. Um, Montanans know that his real record is locking Montanans out of public land that they've had access to uh, for generations. Um, in 2009, we know that he sued the people of Montana to block access to the East Gallatin River near his home. Um, As a Congressman, he introduced legislation to eliminate protections from nearly 800,000 acres of public land. And uh, he also opposed fully funding the Land and Water Conservation Fund. And so um, I think that Montanans see his public land effort for what it is and it's just um, uh, glossed over um, uh, um, problem by him, not a glossy flyer. So
2: okay, all right. So uh, for those who are public lands uh, uh, advocates, might be a good idea if you if you if you have you have a question or comment for Robin, that's why she's here. She's uh, of course the the chair of the Montana Democratic Party. So if you have a question for her about. Uh, what's going on uh, with with the plans? Uh, well, actually, I wanted to ask you. We have about a minute and a half before we have to take a break, or so think about this. Uh, uh, obviously, the Democrats have gotten together. Uh, 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 w- will there now. There's going to be an, will there be an election before? Obviously, there'll be an election before the next legislative session, right? Yes, ne-
9: yeah, next November, okay. and then the session doesn't start because the uh, legislature only runs in odd years.
2: Right. Gotcha. All right. So, so the legislature will be coming up. Uh, the next session is in 2025, but the election is in 2024. So when we come back from the break, I'm really interested to find out what the strategy is for Democrats uh, to try to uh, even things out a little bit. As as everyone knows, there was a uh, supermajority of Republicans in the last legislative session. I know uh, there was a lot of uh, consternation uh, by Democrats who wanted to do some things, but they weren't able to do so because of the Republican supermajority. Majority. So anyway, uh, we'll come right back and discuss that. And the phone lines are open if you have a question or comment for Robin Driscoll. We'll be back after this. The holiday season is... This is Talkback. 721-1290 is our number. 1-800-568-5309. Uh, looks for the next 20 minutes or so. We're going to be visiting with Robin Driscoll, chair of the uh, Montana Democratic Party. Yeah, okay, uh, just uh, talking a little bit about some strategy, if if you're allowed to do that. You want to give out your strategy here on the radio. But, uh, <laughs> Robin, uh, I, the next legislative session is coming up next year. So what are your plans? Well, What are you going to do to try to beef up the, the Democratic uh, representation
9: Yeah, thanks for that question. Um, We have started um, already and we we've started recruitment of candidates earlier than we ever have. And we definitely have some great candidates that are going to be on the ballot. Um, after the session, just this past session, um, we just really got to work in communities around the state. Uh, they, we launched a legislative listening tour. Um, that tour is traveled around the state and there will be more stops to come in 2024. Um, it basically it's legislators that are going around and they are discussing what happened during the legislative session and answering questions from the public they are not uh, they don't keep anybody out of these meetings these just listening for anybody who wants to go and discuss a concern or um depend, doesn't depend on what party you belong to or anything like that they're more than happy to talk with you and so most of the communities that they've hit so far are rural communities we know that we have been lacking in those areas. And we are really working on, um, you know, listening to those folks in those areas. We also have had, I believe it's three new central committees formed in more rural counties of the state. Um, We have started our season of service and that is community projects that are led by democratic central committees the executive director of the party is really a firm believer in empowering central committees because who knows better what their community needs and um, wants are than people that actually live within the communities. Because if you look at, say, Petroleum County, their, their needs and desires are totally different than what we would have in Yellowstone County or you over in Missoula County. Um, So we are really empowering central committees. We have Democratic candidates that have launched their campaigns. Of course, we all know Senator Tester is running for re-election. Ryan Bussey has announced um, his candidacy for governor. And uh, Senator Shannon O'Brien, you probably know and have spoken with her before. She is running for the Office of Public Instruction right out of Missoula. And then Monica Turnell is running um, again to represent the Western District. Uh, we have Ben Alkey running for Attorney General and Jesse Mullen <laughs> running for Secretary of State. And then we have a couple candidates, Kevin Hamm and Ming Cabrera, that have announced that they're running for Congress in the Eastern District. So um we are working hard to make sure and we you know fill as many of those slots as we can and then with redistricting we feel like we can pick up a couple seats in the legislature <clears throat> because of that so
2: all right let's uh we, we have folks uh piling up to visit with you let's get Marilyn on first Marilyn, good morning you're on with robin driscoll go ahead please
10: hi good morning so on the subject of public and private lands this is an alert to all the listeners curious what Robin has to say about this. Um, So the treasurer of Utah was on a conservative talk show and he was alerting us that there's some um, natural asset companies, the New York Stock Exchange, the Security and Exchange, they have all put together some kind of a deal that will, uh, will be made aware of january 20th it may be finalized january 20th this would be the biden regime regime and the globalists signing on to this it's a taking of our property public and private and they're not going to buy it they're going to take it and it will be the whole uh you know klaus schwab you will own nothing and you will be happy and this is their agenda, and it was the treasurer of the state of Utah that was alerting us to this. And uh, apparently, the BLM and the Forest Service has signed on to it ignorantly. And um, let me see one more thing. Now,
2: is this going to be in Montana as well, or is it Utah? Yes. Yeah, okay. it's
10: national. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. The European Union, the globalists—they want to take over our whole country. And but yeah, <laughs> would affect mostly <laughs> the western states. I mean, people have been warning for years that. They want to turn Montana into a park. So, wake up, people! I say that almost every time I get on. And um, so, what does? Let's see. Let me see. One more thing. Is there anything else on that? Oh, <laughs> I've called the governor's office. We're supposed to call. I've called the attorney general's office. They're alerted to it. The legislatures, legislators, need to be alerted to it. Where is Don Kay? Why isn't he on here talking to us and asking answering questions? So, anyways, go for it, Robin. You know All anything right. about this?
2: Thanks, thanks for the call, uh, uh Maryland. Uh, so, Robin, what what do you know about that, if anything?
9: Uh, I am really sorry. I don't know anything about it, um, and so I would have to look it up and, and um, get the information before I could even comment on it. I apologize, Marilyn. Okay,
2: uh, let's get the next call in. This is Skip. Skip. Good morning. You're on Talkback with Robin Driscoll. What's on
5: your mind, sir? Well, thank you, Peter. He caught me just I uh, was turning the blender off. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I got all, and, and I heard you say Skip. I whoa. And so mean, meanwhile, Robin, um, you came on and started talking about uh, the the tax dilemma, and. Uh, that's been a subject on Peter Christians program for a while, many times in the past two weeks. And, um, Austin Knudsen talked about it a, a bit, uh, and, and, uh, different people of significance that, uh, that know different degrees about it. So one of the big questions right now, because the ballots are out there through all of the individual legislators, is to whether I have a special session about that subject. Now, I understand about special sessions to the degree that once you get in a special session, uh, it can, in fact, go in different directions, for one, and not necessarily uh, be contained to what what it was really intended for. In addition to that, I I, I do hope that the final vote is that it simply does not happen and that the consummate legislators that are taking care of writing good legislation to clear up the the uh, the wording that's that's nebulous and and uh, needs there's a whole lot of things need fixing they're lined up pretty good and there are legislators working on having it ready for a regular session in January of twenty twenty five. So meanwhile, first of all, where would you or especially the Democrat party of the state of Montana stand on a special session? And, uh, what do you think it would, you think it's good to do something like that in January, right, uh, right at the beginning of a, of a, a season where candidates are starting to finally decide to get out there and tell everybody why they should vote for them.
2: I'd like to know where you stand on. that. Tell, tell, you you what, tell you what, uh, we're going to uh, take a break and give her plenty of time to do that because we're up against a break right now. Also, Jay mm-hmm. is waiting to visit with Robin. We're going to come right back after this quick timeout, and uh, she can talk about that. Back 721-1290 is our number, and we have Robin Driscoll joining us. She's the chair of the uh, Montana Democratic Party. Okay, Skip had some concerns, so please go ahead if you could address those.
9: Okay. Yeah. So, um, I think his concern was with, um, calling a special session and I certainly understand that I can see both sides of it. Um, because he's right. If a special session is called, there is always a chance for mischief. Um, and for folks bringing a whole slew of, um, topics or ideas forward that have nothing to do with what the special session was called in, you know, for. Um, so I certainly understand why a lot of people would oppose because of that. Um, I know that the minority leaders of the House and Senate, um, Pat Flowers out of Belgrade and Kim Abbott out of Helena, um, When the Montana Freedom Caucus recently called for a special session, um, they looked, I think they looked at what it was they were proposing and recognized that they just could not support anything like that. So they are opposed to having a special session. Um, and, And I'll just say, like, there are 25 senators who are in the middle of their terms right now and so they can they don't have to run next time they can propose any piece of legislation that they want right now to come before the 2025 session all of the other all 100 house members because they are all up for election and then half of the senators 25 of them um, who will be up for election cannot propose anything at this point because they um, they don't know if, you know, if they'll be elected again, but I would be very hopeful that within those 25 that are allowed right now to propose legislation, that they are working really hard to come up with some solutions for this property tax, um, problem that was brought on by the republican supermajority
2: tell you what we are rapidly running out of time with you uh, uh let, let's try to get one more call in real quick jay jay we have about uh, two and a half minutes go ahead what's your question please
5: that's not nearly enough time no. but <laughs> i'd like to know where the democrat party stands on um running all these lumber companies and the timber industry out and losing the tax base and then shifting it to the people. I mean, that's completely irresponsible and we need something like California did on prop 13 to where you pay your property taxes based on what you paid for the property, not what they think you can sell it for. Um, I wish I had more time to get into this, but where does the demon
11: demon rat party stand on this? (laughs)
2: Okay. All right. Uh, thanks for the call. Uh, go ahead. we got about a minute and a half. Uh, Robin, unless you want to stay with us a, a little bit past nine o'clock.
9: Oh, I can't because I have another talk
2: Okay. Show. Uh, so pl- please um, go right ahead. So. Yeah, you go right ahead.
9: Um, okay. Yeah. So um, I will just, I guess, comment on the property tax. It was uh, the Republican supermajority that chose to ignore a memorandum that was sent to them describing exactly what was going to happen if they did not bring a bill forward to um, neutralize the um, increase in property tax values. And so unfortunately they did not do that. And we as Montanans are stuck with um, paying those, you know, almost 45% increase in our, in our property tax bills and It was a supermajority that did this. They passed this $675 rebate, which does nothing to address the problem at hand. And, um, you know, my hope is that Democrats, Republicans can work together next session to figure this out. And um, for the benefit of all Montanans.
2: Now, how can we contact you? If folks want to get more information, how do we contact Robin Driscoll and the Democratic Party here in Montana?
9: Sure. So our website is montanademocrats.org and my email address through the, um, the Democrats is robin with a Y at montanademocrats.org.
2: Robin, it's been a pleasure. Have a great day and a happy, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, ma'am.
9: Yeah, same to you. Thanks.
2: All right. We'll have open phones uh, starting at nine. Uh, we'll be back after the top
0: of the hour break. Stay with us. This is Talkback, 721-1290 or 1-800-568-5309.
1: This is News Talk KGVO, AM 1290 and 98.3 FM, KGVO. Missoula's News and Weather Station.
2: Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is hour number two of Talk Back with this Tuesday, December 19th. Talk Back this morning is brought to you by Gomer's U.S. Diesel Parts. No matter how cold it is outside, Gomer's U.S. Diesel Parts has everything you need to make sure your rig starts every single morning. Gomer's U.S. Diesel Parts and Service, Palmer and West Broadway. Phillips Janitorial, well they offer both residential and commercial cleaning, bringing tired and dirty carpets back to life and totally supercharging your... Your appearance of your home or your office, no job is too big or small, call 406-260-6617. And by Y West Storage, Everybody Needs Storage. Want to find out about pricing and availability on the Two Smokes Way? Give them a call, 406-510-0590, because they're making room for you.
0: The views and opinions expressed on TalkBack are not those of the staff, management, or advertisers.
2: Hey, welcome back. It's uh, Open Phones on TalkBack for the next half hour. Unfortunately, Don Kaye with the Republican Party unable to be with us uh, this, this month. Uh, it's ordinarily Robin Driscoll, Don Kaye, and then we talk with Troy Downing. But uh, Mr. Kalschmidt couldn't make it this time. So let's get Emmett on the line. Emmett, thank you for holding through the break, sir. What's on, what's on your mind? Oh,
12: thanks for taking my call. Well, anyway, um, I was over at Target, and I got a Time magazine, one of those special magazines, you know, that they have on the various subjects. Right. This time it was about artificial intelligence. I haven't even gotten halfway through it, yet I've gotten some of it and a lot of it, but it's so depressing and horrifying, and I'm just, um, ha- my hair is on fire, as um, our friend Harry would say. I'd like to quote him, you know, about every time my hair is on fire, it has on all the time. It seems so impersonal. It seems like it could destroy us. They, it artificial intelligence seems more intelligent, intelligent than humans right now, and a lot of people are going onto the internet and having friends. They're not friends, not even, put in chat rooms, but AI friends. They're not. They're just computers. AI may take over the classroom. It might. Um, you might have therapy sessions with an AI robot rather than a human. Um, have you ever seen, e- they can even make pictures, artwork, and I've seen it in this magazine, some of the oh, canvas, you know, Oh, but it's sterile. It isn't made by a human and it doesn't have the depth the, the, that a human would bring, you know, for a beautiful painting. And Emmett, Emmett, even,
2: I, I got to ask you this, how in the world could an AI cut off its own ear? Like Van Gogh. Um, I mean, uh,
12: exactly. I have a, tor- a tortured AI guy. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Sorry, go ahead.
12: And this is only the beginning. I'm just afraid of what's going to happen to humanity. We are being more and more dehumanized each and every day, and it's frightening. I think we're destroying ourselves because we need hugs and embraces and human connections. AI cannot give this to us. There's only one good thing that happened as far as the world of technology goes. I learned, and this is going to be controversial, I learned on the news that um, in the public libraries, like Missoula Public Libraries and in the Montana Public Libraries, they're not having the app anymore. I did not even know you could order books on an app or uh, read things from an uh, app from the library. You're going to have to go in there and get books. Well, that's at least one small victory for man over machine, i wish libraries would just do away with computers and get us back to books and reading well here's and, uh,
2: here, 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 here's one problem with with uh, books on uh, uh that you can download to your computer right yeah. how how do you know how do you know you're getting the authentic original transcript i because it's 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 right very there very good it's right there I on your screen i never thought sc- of that that's an excellent
12: point it's right there on your yeah. screen
2: and 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 if you haven't ever read the book before right you wouldn't be able to tell if somebody's gotten in there and says well we don't really like the way this goes so we're going to adjust that a little bit you know what i mean i know that sounds conspiratorial and i don't or often well, talk like that but it, it just it just scares me i, I would like you uh, i have a huge bookshelf in in my office i've got all sorts of books in there and I know nobody's had a chance to mess with them. So, anyway.
12: Exactly. Can you imagine if you were downloading downloading Lord of the Rings, you know, the um, not the uh, return of the, the, the first book, and they didn't have Tom Bombadil, <laughs> you know, in Fellowship of the Rings? <laughs> I haven't read no, The just... Lord of the Rings in years, but in the movie, they cut out Tom Bombadil, one of my favorite characters yeah. at the beginning. I love Tom Bombadil. Can you imagine you download Lord of the Rings on a book, The Fellowship of the Rings? And before they started on their journey, they don't have Tom Bombadil. And
2: Goldberry. Don't forget happens. Goldberry. Yeah,
12: yeah. It's <laughs> terrifying. It's just terrifying.
2: Yeah. We're, we're, I haven't the, read it em, in years. Emmett, we're, so so we're, 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 we're a couple of fantasy today. book geeks. What are you going to do, you know?
12: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for the call.
12: Thank
1: you. Appreciate
2: it. All right. Hey, let, let's uh, get Renee on the line. Renee, good morning. You're on Talkback. How are you today?
1: Hi, I'm good, Peter and Nick. I'm um, this this uh, comment on what Emmett said. My father, who lives in Kansas, he is blind, and he his only entertainment is on recorded books audio that books, he orders yeah. through the library. Cool. audiobooks. audio books. So if this happened in Kansas, what's happening in Montana? He would be devastated. Hmm. He lives and breathes for his audio books. And we, I just lost my mama in February, so mm. he lost his partner. Oh, wow. And so it made me very sad when I heard this story this morning because there are blind people out there or people that can't get into a library, and they're lonely, and they need those books.
2: Well, I will tell you this. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a dear friend who, uh, who hikes all the time, right? And uh, usually hikes mm-hmm. alone, hikes alone, and always has a, an audio book with him. And yep. and mm-hmm. he says it it makes the it it makes the experience more alive. Uh, he's able to enjoy Absolutely. something intellectually while he's enjoying things spiritually by you know looking at the at the gorgeous beauty and I, it, it's kind of the best of yeah. both worlds.
1: It is. Well, I just wanted to put that comment out there and. I'm at work, so I got to get back to work. Okay. Merry Christmas, you guys. <laughs> the, Merry Christmas.
2: The same to you, Renee. Thanks so much. We're going to come right back. Brad is waiting. It's open phones for the next 20 minutes. And then uh, Troy Downing, the uh, state auditor and insurance commissioner, will be joining us from 930 until 10. And he'll be taking your phone
4: calls as well. So we're coming right back after this. This is. The- Dennis Bragg with the latest forecast from the Town Square Weather Center. Air quality improving on Tuesday as a weak disturbance moves into the area. That could create a wintry mix of snow showers or freezing rain in the morning, subsiding by midday with a mostly cloudy afternoon. Slightly warmer temperatures with highs just above freezing and overnight lows in the 20s. Cloudy but dry weather continues Wednesday, then warming into the 40s with some sun for the last half of the week.
2: Okay. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, TalkBack. It's open phones for the next 18 minutes or so. Uh, Folks have been waiting on the line. Brad, good morning. Thanks for holding, sir. You're on TalkBack. Please go ahead.
13: Yeah, Peter. uh, uh, Thank you. Uh, I didn't call in when Robin Driscoll was on because Robin Driscoll is a friend of mine, has been for probably four years. He used to be my CPA when I had my business. Wow. And I wanted her to get her a uh, message out. We meet, uh, we run into each other and uh, uh, we discuss things very calmly and rationally. We often wind up laughing and uh, so I wanted to give her her shot. But uh, that having been said, she said a couple of things that are just flat wrong. Uh, that the legislature, you know, the supermajority was notified of the uh, uh, equation needed to stop the uh, uh, property tax increases. That was a memo from the Department of Revenue, which is mandated by law to have to give it to interim committees uh, as to what the formula would have to be to stop tax increases. That went to the interim committee is bipartisan. There's as many Democrats as Republicans, and none did it. Nobody else knew. I had no idea that memorandum was in existence. Uh, I had staff check to see if uh, legislators received it by email or if it was laid on their desk. It didn't. So uh, the members of the interim committee, all uh, be it praise or be it condemnation, are equally responsible by party and as individuals for not bringing that information forward. Uh, uh, the discussion of don't have a special session because they might bring something we don't like. That's what happens during regular sessions as well. But during a special if uh, you want to bring in something that's outside the scope of the call, you have to get a majority vote to allow it. And you have to have time for, for drafting and to get it done and to get it put into a committee. In a one-day session, that doesn't happen. That is a boogeyman. To say that uh, the three words the Supreme Court said we should put in a law to stop the 95 mil uh, up- upward migration through bank mills uh, would be uh, uh, minutes, absolute minutes to uh, draft it, put it on the desk, and we could walk out $80 million to the good, but $80 million wouldn't go in the base with me paying taxes on it from now until kingdom come.
2: All right, so now, no, 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 Brad, Brad, uh, Brad, I want you to help me out here. Uh, uh, what yeah. is, uh, you kind of flew that one past me really fast. What would the one uh, issue be uh, uh, when it comes to fixing a property tax relief uh, you you had mentioned you just kind of you just kind of went back uh, like 50 miles an hour. So real quickly explain <laughs> okay. explain uh, what what the procedure would be, what the action would be, and how it would help us.
13: Okay, uh, what I was talking about was the uh, banking of mills by state government for the 95 mill uh, state property tax. In law, it is not clear that they have that authority. Uh, the history on it is it was never even asked for. So the Supreme Court said, if you want them to not be able to bank mills, you must put in the law does not include state tax collections. Period. That simple couple of words that they, you know, you could use the Supreme Court's own couple of words. Plug it in there as an amendment to existing law and that $80 million goes away. The 80 million, if we uh, collect taxes on it, becomes part of the base. You will pay taxes on the 80 million every year. And all future bank mills every year. So if we just did that, we could do it by noon and be out of there.
2: Okay, good to know.
13: So, uh, you know, uh, she talked about uh, uh, the senators that are carryovers. They can be drafting bills. I was a carryover last time. They don't start drafting bills until after the election. Right now, they're doing codification of the bills that we passed. They're working on interim committees. They're putting together uh, information packets. They're not going to touch that. The Democratic Party, the Republican Party, individuals right now could be drafting uh, on their own, writing, putting words in, uh, 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 putting plans out there, letting people comment on them, put them put them on their own personal websites. To my knowledge, not a single person has done one thing other than call for special sessions. I called for three, I got no Democrats, I got one Republican. Now we've got uh the um uh, uh Freedom Caucus doing it. They got about 20 of their own members. I signed on, a couple others did. They're not going to come close to uh the uh, 50% required. So nothing will happen. The governor says I'm going to form a committee to look at. It. Well, you're the leader, governor. What do you want them to look at? What part of this do you think is the core problem we have to solve before we try to nibble at the edges to get something done? All right. None of this is taking place. All
2: right, Brad, thank you for the call, sir. We appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Let's get uh, Mr. Wingnut on the line. Mr. Nutt,
0: good morning. You're on TalkBack. Go ahead, sir. Well, good morning. I wanted to address the uh, bud about the uh, audio books in the local library. You know, it's been within the last month, maybe two months at most, that I, I was at the library here down in Hamilton, and they made me aware of uh, an additional service besides Libby that I wasn't aware of. and It's called Hoopla, H-O-O-P-L-A, and there's others like you know, Amazon and, and Internet Archive or archive.org um, who have audiobooks and and movies and uh, television shows that are you know, freely available. Amazon, you know, to a lesser extent. So, and and I've actually, I have a book queued up right now on on Escape from North Korea from Hoopla. I've watched a uh, television or a movie from their service. But my my preference, honestly, is for the hard copy book that that I, um, that's just my preferred way of reading. Uh, and, And so don't worry about it, folks. There's other resources out there. And lastly, I wanted to express my umbrage at the gentleman who characterizes the, the uh, Democrat Party as the demon rats. <laughs> and I, I find that's probably an affront to demons all across this world. And I prefer to think of them as the pedocrats for the very real danger they hold to our children, our grandchildren, and those unborn generations to come. That's all my spiel for the
2: All Thanks. right, All righty, Mr. Nunn. Thanks for the call. We're going to come right back. We have Debbie and Steve both waiting to visit. It's open phones until uh, 930 this morning. And we'll be visiting with Troy Downing, who is the state auditor and insurance commissioner. He'll be talking with us from 930 until 10. Yeah, we're going to come right back. Seven two one twelve ninety is our number. Open phones for another 10 minutes or so. We are back on Talkback Open Phones for another seven minutes. So let's jump right back in and say good morning to Debbie. Debbie, good morning. You're on Talkback. Thanks for holding.
14: Good morning. Um, I just wanted to uh, also comment on the Missoula Public Library. I have for years been, um, I live out in Frenchtown, mm-hmm. and for years I've been able to order books, books, uh, f- you know, through the library app um, that would be sent to our uh, library at the Frenchtown High School. Cool. You could pick them up, and they would take, you know, they would have books if they didn't have them at the Missoula Library or at the Frenchtown Library, you could get them, you know, they would search out all through Montana, the libraries. Wow. And then you could have them directly sent to, you know, the Frenchtown Library, and I could pick them up there. didn't have to make trips into Missoula or anything. Great. So it was very handy. But since then, um, like Wingnut said, there are other apps. There's the Libby, L-I-B-B-Y app, where you can get uh, books audiobooks, or books written, you know, so that you can read them on your phone or mm-hmm. notebook or computer or right, whatever. Right. Uh, I use that a lot, but uh, it's kind of sad. I've noticed that I can't order any, you know, hard copy books anymore from the library, and I'm thinking, I I thought maybe... The reason they were trying to update their system or something, but with a big, huge, beautiful library that they have in Missoula, it seems like they could, you know, um, reinstate some sort of uh, ordering system so that people who live on the outskirt, you know, out and about mm-hmm. Hamilton or wherever would be able to get books. Uh, and, you know, you could order books, you could order DVDs, you could order all kinds of things from the public library. But I guess that's another thing of the past.
2: Now, well, now let me ask you, could it could it be because of the cost of, of mailing and shipping uh, might be prohibitive or uh, maybe they don't have the staff? Uh, Everybody is hurting for workers these days. I'm wondering if the library is having the same problem.
14: Well, I think with ours, they would send them to the main, you know, books if they came from afar, Mm -hmm. they would come centrally to the Missoula library. And from there, because we have a librarian that comes uh, for the public to Frenchtown after, you know, the high, it's at the high school. And after the kids go home, that librarian comes out like four days a week and she's there at the library you know, for uh, help with, you know, kids that want to study there or for the the local population to come in and use the library or pick up books. So she'd be there. So, she, you know, she's coming out to Frenchtown anyway. Okay. She brings the books with her that have been put on hold, you know, for Frenchtown.
2: And then people just and come, to, people people just come to the school and pick, and, and pick them up, right? Right,
14: right. And so, you know, you don't have to make a trip into Missoula or to the main library to pick up books. So, you know, it really helps the people that are on the outlying districts, you know, be able to get their choice of books.
2: You bet. People reading is always a good thing.
14: Yeah. And, you know, I, it just kind of floors me that they'd they do that but there are other ways but if you want to have the book in your hand or if you want to have a you know order movies you can order movies all kinds of movies and you know dvds Uh or things too and um you know so it's kind of a shame for people that they don't have that you know anymore and i've been
2: doing it for years all right well thanks for the i'll call the library see what's going on thanks for the call
14: Sure, thank Pre- you. Appreciate
2: Bye. it. Uh, we have time for one more call before we uh, hopefully have uh, what Troy Downing to join us at nine thirty. Steve, good morning. You're on talkback. Go ahead, sir.
15: Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, I just wanted to remind everyone I, I was to reach out to your state legislative representatives, as you heard from uh, Brad. You know, these folks really need to be pushed to have this, this special session. I hope folks are reading things like the Bitterroot Star, for example, which just endorsed the need for this special session. I hope you hear, Brad, discredit some of the claims that have been made on this radio station by some of your uh, ardent callers that, you know, they'll slip in all kinds of other things and so forth. This is about giving us our money back, period. End of story. If you want your tax dollars back, you think you're a better steward than the government, you should be reaching out to your state-elected representatives to demand they hold this special session. It's their job as a representative. Get into Helena, solve these problems, give us our money back. Thanks, Peter. All Thanks, right. Nick.
2: Thank you for the call, sir. I think we have time for one more call before we have to take our break. So, Marilyn, you're back. Go ahead, please.
10: Okay, so Google Treasurer of Utah... On the Glenn Beck Show, and an article comes up to explain this. It says the NACs will buy the ecosystem services on private, federal, and state lands and will permanently lock out productive economic activity on the lands. So it's one of the greatest threats to rural communities in the history of our country. Um, the proposal private interests, including foreign-owned sovereign wealth funds, could use their capital to purchase or manage farmland, national, and title National and State Parks and Other Mineral. So it goes on and on. It's a great article. I mean, not a great article, but... So, um... uh, Oh, shoot. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm just... I'm looking at it right now. Her name is Marlo M. Oaks, State Treasurer of Utah.
10: Yes. So look it up, and it it does buy into... Oh, I know what I was going to say. John Kerry, he was out there. There's audio of him saying that Agriculture produces 26 to 33% of the greenhouse gases. Oh, wow. no. Wow. And, uh, and so they, their goal is to lock up the farmland, you know, the cows and all that. They don't want us. <laughs> that's their goal. They want to starve us. I know it sounds horrendous and crazy, and, you know, but they've, they've been for the depopulation of America, you know, and the elite can have all their little whatever fancy high price meat that, dude, I can't even buy Montana beef, you know, we go hunt, they better not ever take that away, but anyways, yeah, that's more information on that, hopefully people will read that and...
2: Thanks. Thanks for the call, Marilyn. Appreciate that. Uh, You want to try to get Skip's call in or or you want to wait? Oh, oh, Skip's waiting for Troy Downing. Good. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Okay, we're right up against our break. That's perfect timing for all you. Thanks uh, for your calls. We're going to come right back. And uh, Troy Downing, the state auditor, insurance commissioner, will be joining us from 930 until 10. And he'll be taking your phone calls as well. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to Talk Back. 721 is our number. We are privileged to have with us. We have uh, Troy Downing with us, who's the state auditor and insurance commissioner for the state of Montana. And he's also running for Congress right now. So, Troy, welcome back to Talk Back. How are you, sir?
11: I'm doing great. Dad. You know, I'm, I'm looking out my window and wishing for a white Christmas, but I'm not sure it's going to. I'm not sure it's coming.
2: Well, <laughs> we, don't have, we don't have one of those either here over in, uh, in western Montana, I'll tell you. We have had a snow drought for quite some time, and it's really very unusual. It's getting close to Christmas, and we've had maybe one little tiny snowfall.
11: Yeah, well, you know, it, it's interesting because this has been obviously a, a delayed winter, but uh, we all know it's coming. You know, it's, it, it, it'll, yeah. it'll come back. It'll come with a vengeance. It's, it's funny. My wife was just talking uh, yesterday. She's going, it feels like spring. I'm going, well, it, it kind of does, but uh, it, it's coming. So uh, yeah. <laughs> get ready. All right.
2: Let, let We already have one individual who's been waiting to talk with you. So let's get him on first. Uh, Skip is Great. always first in line. Skip, good morning. You're on with Troy Downing. What's your question, sir?
5: Oh, thank you, Peter. And uh, and Troy, uh, you're running for Congress. And uh, the question, of course, a lot of people are wondering is whether Matt's going to decide to run for the Senate. Now, first, uh, are you going to stay in the race if Matt decides to stay and run again for District 2? Uh, and secondly, uh, the Montana delegation... Uh, On one big bill in uh, Washington just lately uh, was split. And three of the Montana delegation, which included Tester, voted uh, for a bill that would have given and did give a lot of monies to uh, military things here in the state, especially Maelstrom, I think. And then, but Matt voted against it. I was wondering if you knew, that was my, that was my second question. Do you, do you know about that? And how would you have voted on that? But, sir, are you going to stay in the race if Matt decides to uh, if you stay in the race also for District 2? And thank you for your service, by the way. Thank you.
8: All right. Thanks. Skip,
11: thank, you, thank you for calling in, Skip. Um, you know, uh, I'm sure you can imagine I get asked that question pretty frequently. And you know first of all I, I have no intention of running against uh congressman rosendale but he has made it very clear uh that he is running for senate and that's his uh his choice to make uh this is going to be an empty seat and i have no intention of running against him in terms of the uh split delegation uh on i am not exactly sure which bill you're talking about but obviously you know, i've been uh you know my you know, uh, you know very pro military i think we need to take care of him. Um, but I don't have any details on that bill so I can't give you a a solid answer but uh, you know I'm going to give you two parts as I am pro-military but I also understand that we're spending ourselves into oblivion and we need to be very careful about understanding you know what we're paying for and what we're not and understanding what else may have been in that bill uh my uh assumption if uh congressman rosendale was against that wasn't because he was anti-military but because there was some other spending part that he didn't agree with but i, I can't give you a better answer than that right now because i'm not exactly sure uh which one you're talking about here
2: all right now uh by the way you you are the state auditor and insurance commissioner and i did have one one question I wanted to ask you, I kind of uh, previewed this for you a little bit before we went on the air uh, about insurance coverage, um, because uh, if, if someone uh, who has a relatively clean record and, and has, has, a, has a mistake or, you know, uh, has a little bit too much to drink or is driving under the influence of some, uh, some drug and, and causes an accident that causes a severe injury or death or whatever, uh, can the insurance company say, hey, we're not going to cover that because you drove impaired?
11: Well, in general, I uh, appreciate that. Well, actually, first I want to say, you know, just don't drive impaired. I mean, we've got we've got other options out there. It's not it's not worth it. Um, but uh, uh, yes, I mean, the impl- implications are going to be you know beyond the insurance. Obviously, you're very likely to um, uh, suffer a uh, non-renewal on that company, and it's going to be very difficult for you to either continue. Uh, or find uh alternative because you have you know an adverse you know uh issue on your on your record um, you know not not to you know uh uh preclude on any kind of civil liabilities that you may have on there but uh, yes in general it's going to get paid i think you can understand that you know for a lot of uh auto owners you're not just insuring the driver you're insuring the bank that has a loan on that you need to make sure that uh, they're made whole independent of the actions of the uh, driver Uh, but the ramifications are going to be severe um, in any case in terms of your your future insurance coverage um, and you know civil liabilities that you may face all
2: right so so what are the kind of things that you're working on now Uh, obviously you're still the state auditor and insurance commissioner what what kind of things lie before you right now
11: Well, you know, one of the big things that we're continuing to do, you know, when, uh, you know, I also regulate the securities industry. And on the security side, you know, we uh, pursue a lot of um, financial fraud. And, uh, you know, financial fraud that we uh, investigate and prosecute in this office is, you know, primarily perpetrated against seniors. And so we've been doing a lot of outreach on making sure. That our senior population, their families, their caregivers, et cetera, understand the types of fraud um, that are out there, and some of it uh, is is getting worse. You know, I think we've talked about it on the show before in terms of you know the grandkid schemes, the romance schemes, the Ponzi schemes, the you know all these different types of scams that are happening. But you know, one of the things that makes it harder and harder. For people to um avoid being scammed or, or making it uh, you know easier for the scammers is they've gotten much more sophisticated you know there was a time where you know you were suspect if somebody called you and had uh, you know a poor command of the English language or a you know a very heavy accent you just automatically assumed that it wasn't who they said they were, and now we've got these you know uh groups of scammers you know standard American English um, and uh, they're pretending to be government organizations very often we're seeing that on the rise and a lot of times the way that they structure these scams is they suck these people in thinking that they're talking to a government agent and uh, they don't realize that it is a scammer or a ring of scammers until it's too late so that that's one of the things that we're really working on a lot here is trying to educate the public on what kind of scams are going on, and then obviously, uh, you know, investigating and prosecuting those who cross uh, cross the line. And um, you know, it's interesting. Somebody's asking me about you know the the prosecutions that we do or the uh, enforcement that we do on the security side versus the uh, insurance side. And um, I'll say the insurance side is more frequent, but the security side are more. Um, are generally bigger deals and larger sums of money and, and bigger issues, sometimes in multi-state actions. But you know, our, our prime directive here is protecting the, the consumer, and that's uh, that's something what we're, we're doing. We're a criminal justice agency, so we you know we investigate and we prosecute people who. Um, take advantage of Montana's and I'm, I'm pretty proud of that track record and with that we're going to
2: take a quick break we already have Joanne waiting to visit with you 721 is our number by the way our guest on the phone is Troy Downing he's the state insurance commissioner also the the uh the state auditor and uh, all sorts of things that he does he's also running for congress so we're going to come right back and get Joanne's call and by the way several other phone lines open at 721 back after this
9: calling all brides
2: welcome back to talk back 721-1290 is our number uh, Troy Downing is with us right now on the phone. And folks are lining up to talk with you, Troy. So I do believe we have Joanne up next. Joanne, good morning. You're on with Troy Downing. What's your question, ma'am?
12: Yes, it's not uh, specifically for me, but it's about my son. He has um, two insurances, you know, health and auto. He was loading some stuff into the back of his truck, and he hurt his back. So he went to the doctor, and he had to have an operation. But now the health insurance has refused to play because they say he was loading something into his truck the auto insurance says they refuse because he has previously had a bad back so who can we get a hold of to make at least one of them pay because both of them are refusing and neither one of them will talk to us and neither one of them will work out a percentage between them
11: right uh, well uh, Joanne thanks for your call um, you know, uh, not knowing all the details there, it, it's unusual to me that the um, health insurance would refuse to pay because he was loading his truck. And, and the only caveat I want to throw out there is if he was loading his truck um, as, you know, uh, as a worker, um, and in which case it, it may have been a worker's, uh, a worker's compensation no, claim. No, he wasn't working. Um, I, I'm sorry? He was on his own time on his own time then then i i don't understand on what grounds the health insurance would refuse refuse that if it was otherwise covered so you know what i would suggest is you call our office four 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 two zero four zero or have him call um and talk to one of our um uh, health insurance specialists here i mean they're they're here to you know dig into these kinds of problems and if there was um, uh, no reason. I mean, if they're unduly denying service, there, uh, you know, we will we will take that up. So I, I would have them call that number four 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 two zero four zero and talk to somebody. Two zero four zero. Four 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 two zero four zero. And uh, oh, yeah, just you. talk to somebody on our team that specializes in that, and they'll probably ask um, for a copy of the um, uh, of, of the policy to to see what's covered and, and any kind of. Uh, Um, letters that you received from the insurance company, you know, refusing to pay for that. But uh, yeah, definitely give us a call. I mean, that's, I've got, you know, people on staff that just solve problems like that.
9: Well, thank you.
2: All right. Good luck. Good luck to you. Yeah. Good luck to your son as well. Claudette's on the line. Claudette. Good morning. You're on with Troy Downing. Go ahead, please.
16: Good morning. Um, This is about my son. Also, it's about a back also. Um, My son had an injury. He fell into a glass door going into the doctor's office. He couldn't get up. He went to the emergency room. They said they were going to do surgery. The next day they decided they would send him to Salt Lake City. They sent him to Salt Lake City. This was in April about the 11th or 12th for surgery. He's been through surgery. He's been through probably five to six infections, including C. diff. He's now in a nursing home down there, but um the infections are all gone and all held up, but there's no nursing home in Montana that will accept him. He grew up from 10 years of age in Montana, in Victor, graduated from high school, went to VoTech, um, and now no nursing homes will accept him, even though they have vacancy, they are saving them for people that come out of community or St. Pat's, at least here in Missoula. He's also on dialysis, so where he can go is somewhat limited, but Medicaid will pay for transportation from the nursing home to dialysis if it's within 30 miles. I wanna know why Montana will not allow people that came from Montana that were sent to another state for surgery back into the state. He has to be now on Utah Medicaid because his his other health insurance benefits have run out. And uh, I can't get him home. He has no support.
0: Yeah, uh,
11: Claudette, first of all, you know, I'm sorry to hear about um, everything that your son has has gone through and is going through. Um, That just sounds uh, horrible from the back issues to the glass door to everything else. Um, In terms of uh, nursing homes, uh, yeah, we've had an issue with, I mean, just nursing homes not, um, you know, not having enough beds, not, uh, you know, having capacity. Some of them, you know, not being able to uh, uh, keep doors open. I mean, obviously, we've had some issues with that in the state. Unfortunately, um, you know, my office we only regulate the the payer side of that, so the insurance side. And, you know, a big part of that is like long long-term care insurance uh, which, you know, as an industry is 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 struggling right now. Um, but uh we don't have any regulatory authority over um the actual nursing homes and uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure uh, who you would reach out to that, uh, you know, possibly the department of health and human services. But, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm guessing on that. Um, I will try to, if you can leave your number with, uh, um, Peter or, or or Nick and um, I, I'll try to figure out a good per, a good agency for you to reach out on that. But unfortunately, it's just not something that we regulate here in the Insurance and Securities Division.
2: Well, Claudette, if you'll if you'll if you'll hang on the phone, uh, Nick will take um, your.
16: I wanted to say something else. Go ahead. The nursing homes did have bed availability, but they would not accept him back, and they're getting state Medicaid funding. And federal Medicare funding. So I want to know about why they can't take him back. They have yeah, the it, they have the ultimate decision on who they can take and what the payer is.
0: Yeah,
11: and and again, I appreciate that. Um, you know that that's outside of our uh, jurisdiction in this office, and obviously, you know Medicare Medicaid um, are for the most part federal programs. Um, but definitely that would be a question for the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, because those federal programs are not regulated at the state level, which is, um, uh, what we do in this office. Uh, but, uh, that, that's probably the your best Medicaid. source of information. I'm sorry?
16: The state, the state, the state Medicaid is regulated by the state. Okay.
11: And and, yeah. and and again, yes, the med, med, Medicaid as is is, as opposed to uh, yeah. Medicare, uh, yes, that that's under the Department of Health and Human Services. Well, Cla- Claudette, that, that Claudette,
2: I'm Claudette. I'm going to put you on. We're going to put you on hold and take your number, and then we'll pass that along to Troy uh, before he leaves. So again, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to do that. We're up against a break. We're going to come right back. Jerry is waiting to visit with Troy Downing, and we're going to come right back with more of talk back after this one minute timeout. Hey, welcome back to Talk Back, uh, another uh, eight minutes or so with Troy Downing. Let's get Jerry on the line right now. Jerry, good morning. You're on with Troy Downing. Go ahead, sir.
5: Hey, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Downing, and Merry Christmas to you and your family. I. You were, earlier you were talking about scams. Has your, is your uh, office had any notification about a scam going on with uh homeowners are title companies. We got a notice about a, um, a lien on our, on our title saying that there was a lien on there and that the title company won't respond. Is that something that a homeowner's insurance would get involved in or does your office, have you heard anything about that?
2: Uh, Troy, are you there?
11: Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, yeah, uh, Jerry, thanks um uh thanks for your uh, call and, and Merry Christmas to you. I said that before but unfortunately I had the, the mute button on. Um but uh yeah in general, yes, we do um we do regulate the title insurance industry. Uh in terms of a, a lien put on your property, um, you know, uh I would um I would check to see that lien holder is because you you generally have, uh, you know, civil rights if it's an inappropriate lien of of compelling that to be removed if they can't prove that it's, you know, uh, legal and lawful. So, I mean, I would go down that path um, on getting that lien removed. Uh, A title insurance company, I mean, they'll do basically an abstract of of title to show, you know, what liens are out there, but uh, they're not going to you know, insure against one that they find in the process of getting you a title insurance policy. Um, you know, they may cover if there was something that they should have found in an original title search that uh, for whatever reason didn't show up, but uh, something, you know, happening, you know, uh, after the fact. Uh, I mean, that that's more of a civil issue, so you might want to figure out who placed that lien, and on what authority and um you know approach them about removing it if it's not you know legitimate, but that that that's more of a civil issue than an insurance issue.
0: Okay. All right. Thank
2: you. Thanks for the call. All right. So, uh, uh, yeah, by the way, I I, I brought this up to you, uh, Troy, just a few minutes ago during the break. And uh, I I bank at a local bank and I received what I thought was actually two emails uh, within 15 minutes of uh, of each other from uh, supposedly uh, from my uh, from my local bank saying that there was a security alert. And uh, when when I I looked at the message, there is a link that you have to press to get to, to access, find out what this alert was all about. And so the first thing I did is I called my bank because uh, I've got very good relations with them. And they said, we never use links. You know, if, if, right. if, if there's a problem, we'll call you or whatever. But in other words, it'll be direct contact or through the mail. It's never through a link. So uh, it's very important yeah. for people to be very, very careful about that because you don't know where it's going to take you.
11: Well unfortunately in the you know modern era we have to be hyper vigilant about you know people scamming us and um you know like I said they've gotten good even back you know 20 years ago um you know when I was in private uh, uh private industry you know I had somebody once send the controller of my company an email that looked like it was from me you know the email address looked like it was me the email you know um, Signature looked like it was for me, looked like it was for me, and, and basically told the controller that there was an emergency and that they needed to wire $25,000 out to another account. And luckily, the controller called me on the phone, um, and I said, No, that didn't come from me. Um, and uh, a lot of people will fall for that because they're very good at making the email. Look like it's coming from a legitimate source, like it's a legitimate reason. And as you mentioned, you know, having a, a link to click there is uh, very often an attempt to, you know, put um, maybe some ransomware software on your computer, maybe you know, just gain access to your files and your data. Uh, that we have to be hyper vigilant these days and you know for me I, I know I'm a little bit of an extremist but I don't ever click on any attachment to any email no matter what even if I'm a, I, I just I just don't do it it's there's just too much risk um, and what you did was was perfect if you if you receive something you weren't expected asking you to download something or click on an attachment uh, you know call the sender and make sure that it's legitimate before you do that i think that's uh you know your first line of defense right there because we're seeing more and more of that and uh it's uh harder and harder to spot
2: so Troy, we have about three minutes left anything else you'd like to cover or if you want to talk a little bit about uh, more about your campaign uh, for congress please go ahead
11: um yeah uh, peter you cut out there for me a little bit it sounded like you asked about the congressional race Uh, I, i will say that yes i'm i'm in this race uh for the uh, montana second district and as i mentioned to an earlier caller you know uh it's going to be an open seat you know uh congressman rosendale uh has given every indication that he's running for senate and um you know for me there's uh there's some big problems that we're facing as a nation as a state that need to be addressed and uh you know one of those is just the out of control spending uh you know we're just printing money which is causing so many issues for it and it's so nebulous for a lot of folks of understanding what that means. But you know, we've got the Chinese in the wings just waiting to try to take over as the global currency. And if that happens, if everything's being priced to the yuan and not the dollar, I mean all is lost. It makes it hard for uh Americans to continue to compete in, you know, in global marketplaces. Uh, you know, that's a big issue. Uh the other uh thing that we need to do is uh you know, I know this is uh repeated ad nauseum but that southern border crisis is affecting this entire country. It's affecting us here in Montana. We're seeing increased crime, increased fentanyl, increased uh, you know, drug-related uh, crimes on our streets across the state. And that's all coming up from that southern border. We need to know who's crossing that border and why. And right now it's just a giant hole in the bottom of the boat and everything's pouring in and nobody's taking care of that. And so I mean, we've got some big problems that we need to solve. I'm in this race to, you know, be that representative for Montana to solve these problems, and I, I just appreciate, you know, our, all of the uh, the support that we've had in uh, pushing this forward. I think having a businessman who's actually, you know, had to sign the front of a payroll check, who's had to actually run, uh, you know, a company and, and uh, run under, you know, very heavily regulated, uh, you know, industries – and somebody who's served this country. I've gone to war for this country. I fought for it because the American dream is real and it's worth fighting for. It. And that's what I'm doing this for.
2: All right. Well, Troy, it's always a pleasure to visit with you. Thank you and a Merry Christmas to you and your family and to your staff. And uh, thank you for continued uh, uh, willingness to be on, uh, on, on TalkBack and answer questions from our listeners. We appreciate it.
4: Well, Merry
11: Christmas to you and yours, and we'll uh, we'll
3: talk to you on the other side. Thank you, sir. Take care. All right, so, Mr. Nick, what's coming up? Uh, so tomorrow and Thursday we are going to do Best of Shows. I am out, uh, but then Friday it will be our last show of the year. Uh, we were going to have Mayor Davis on, uh, but she's not feeling well, so now we're going to have uh, Bob and author Peter Stark. They will be on for the full 8 to 10 slot on Friday. So we will be back on Friday. All right. Have a
2: wonderful day, everybody. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning at 6 with Ace Sour Wine here on KGVO. Have a great day.